Ridiculous. Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. I'm Robin, and we're digging deeper into the world that we love. Alright, everybody, we're super excited about today's uh, episode. We're going to be discussing the Dumbledore is Death theory. Um, and basically what this theory says, uh, it was a it's a fan theory that was submitted by Harry J.X.M.E.S. Potter. And basically it says that in the tale of the three brothers, which we're going to, Robin's going to read, um, Dumbledore's death, Harry is uh, the third brother, um, Snape would be the second brother with the resurrection stone, and then um, Voldemort would be the first brother, Antioch, with the elder wand. Who was stupid. Who Just was very delayed. stupid, yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, they all were, except for, you notice, right. he was kind of smart, but yeah. Okay, so this um, this was uh, I got this off of Business Insider, and I'm all I'm doing is reading it. They published it, just so we don't copy have yeah. any copyright issues. The, 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 they published this. Okay, so to jog your memory, hear how the tale goes. Three wizard brothers come to a river that's too treacherous to cross, so they make a bridge with their wands. But as they're crossing. They meet a hooded figure, Death, who is upset they've cheated him. But Death, being cunning, acts like he's impressed. He offers them each a prize for outwitting him. The first brother asks for an extremely powerful wand, so he is given the Elder Wand. The second brother asks for the power to bring people back to life and is handed the Resurrection Stone. The third brother, who senses that death may have ulterior motives, asks for something that will allow him to move forward without being followed by death himself. And so death hands him an invisibility cloak that hides the wearer from even his own gaze. For the for two of the three brothers, the story doesn't end well. The first brother is murdered over the elder one. The second brother kills himself after a woman he brings back to life returns differently and he decides to join her in the void. The third brother lives to an old man, then hands the cloak to his son and greets death as an old friend. So it goes on to say that Harry Potter fans have long assumed that the three brothers represent Lord Voldemort, excuse me, Lord Voldemort, I'm going to say it right, <laughs> <laughs> the Elder Wand. Severus Snape, the Resurrection Stone, and Harry Potter, the Invisibility Cloak. So who is Death? Death is Dumbledore, according to the new theory. And they actually have evidence. So, and we'll discuss it, but I really like the fact that the reason a lot of people think that Dumbledore is Death is because he's cunning and he's manipulative. Yeah. Because he gives each brother something that is going to help him in the future to get them. Because the Elder One, he he brags about having this unbeatable wand. Right. He brags. And they were like, okay, fine, you brag about that. I'm yeah. going to slit your throat. Antioch does. Right. Yeah. I'm going to slit your throat and I'm going to take your wand. Yeah. I'm not even going to fight you for the wand. I'm just going to sneak up on you and, and get it while you're sleeping. And that's, it's kind of like the thing, like how much of a slap in the face is that to Antioch? Because it's like, 
oh, I have the most powerful wand in the world, but you don't even die by magic. Like, you get right. your throat cut. you get your throat slit. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just, in itself, pure evil. Not that yeah. death is evil. We know death is not evil. And we know that Dumbledore is not evil. Right. But he manipulates situations to where it it's it comes out to benefit one himself. Yeah. And two, the greater good. Right. Whether the greater good is for magical people or for muggles or for everybody, yeah. It still benefits the greater good. Right. And in one part of his life, the greater good were just magical people, and then later on in life, it was for all. So, right. well, and imagine had Antioch been, you know, had he lived, how cocky was he having this all powerful wand going out and attacking somebody like the first day he gets it? Like, imagine, like, right. all hell he would have created had he lived. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I think he kind of signed his own. Right. Death certificate, yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then with the resurrection stone, even though you know it says in the story, this this version that I just read, they tweaked it enough to where it wasn't full. It yeah, wasn't it was wasn't copyrighted. Yeah. So in this, so in the version in the book, the second brother wanted to humiliate death further. Well, I mean that's what it says. It is the what first, it says. The first brother. I don't think it was his won- intention, though. I... But the way she writes uh, it, yeah. he wanted to humiliate death further, but to yeah. bring someone back to life. I can see that, that is yeah. a humiliation, that is humiliation to death because yeah. death. That's right. Any, however you look at death, whether you look at the you look at the Greek and Romans, mm-hmm. you have Hades, the god of yeah. death, who. Doesn't you know you you get taken to Hades and you're putting in a you know a, the the river of souls and once you go in there you can't come back yeah so to take a soul out of the river of death you're taken away from death right you know you look at the Christians and they go to heaven so you're pulling that person there's only one person on the planet who's right. ever done that. And that wasn't out of humiliation. That was to show his power, and right. that was Jesus Christ. Right. But he pulled someone from death to prove his power. Yeah. So, in a sense, yeah, you would be humiliating death if you had something, an, an object that was powerful enough to bring yeah. the dead back to life. Then if you look at Harry Potter, there's a veil. Is the, See, and I always kind of took the veil as being separate, I think. I think there's. I think because Luna can hear the people talking, mm-hmm. and Harry can hear the people talking. I think it's kind of like uh, the the Thestrals. They've witnessed death, mm-hmm. so they're more connected to death than people who haven't witnessed death. That's why they can okay. see the Thestrals and they can hear what's beyond the veil. Right, and that's why Sirius goes into the veil because he he was m- murdered. Right. And he died. So I think I think what I'm saying is like I think I I look at uh, I think I look at the veil as limbo. Could be. Kind of. Could be purgatory. Could be. But then again, at the end of the series, when Harry goes to meet Death, like as an old friend, and James Lily Ramus, 
right. serious all pop up. So then, like, maybe it can't be limbo. But I still, I still kind of view it as being separate from. I mean, it could have been a place know. where Re- where Remus, where Sirius, crossed. Right, like a bridge. Yeah. Okay. And then went on okay. further okay. because once he dropped the stone, he still had them in their heart, and they right. said, "We will still be with you." I guess I thought that was metaphorical. I don't know. Well, you don't see them anymore. Right. I guess it's all on how you is. I guess it's all on how you look at it. Yeah. But anyway, but any any way you take it, the tell of the three brothers, the stone is supposed to be humiliation. Yeah. To death, even if later on somebody else has it, it's not humiliation to death. It's a gateway. Well, and I, I think um, oh, I've got the third brother's name here. Hold on, or second brother's name. I think I do. Cadmus. Yeah. I I think. It may have been Cadmus's intention to be like, oh, well, I cheated death and I can cheat you again. Right. So, yeah, I mean, humiliation to death. Right. But then he learns once he brings the one person that he wants back, he still can't touch her. Right. She's there, but there's no physical form. There's no way for him to um, be with her, really, other than... You know, it's almost more of a punishment having her there, right? Which drives him insane, and then he hangs himself. himself, So there again, death manipulated the situation to sure you can bring her back here, yeah. But I'm gonna get you in the end because it's gonna drive you insane. Yep. So, yep. And then um, the third brother, who's Ignotus, yes. Um. Was like, I'm not falling for it. Right. He was smarter than his yeah. brothers. He's like, go ahead. Yeah. He's like, I want something to hide me. Mm-hmm. And then, and I, and I do love that to where they show him hiding himself and death yeah. is looking and then he'll, he kind of peeks and then death is looking and then he peeks again and he's like, not like he, not like he was going nan nana boo boo. Yeah. Like you can't find me, right. but he was just kind of checking yeah. To see where death yeah. is. And death was like, dang it. And then he was like, okay, I've lived my life. Yeah. I've, I've had my children. It's time to move on. Right. I'm pass, passing this on to my son. And he greets him as a friend. Yeah. Which leads to Harry greeting Dumbledore at the, at, at the train station. Right. Yeah. Um, at King's Cross Station. Yeah. Clean King's Cross Station. Yeah, no kidding, really. <laughs> so, I mean, and even Harry was manipulated, right? Even oh, though, and I, and it's crude the way Snape's like, well, you're you're leading him as a pig to a slaughter. Yeah, but he wasn't. He was manipulating the situation, not using love against Harry, but using love to encourage him, so that when it came time. For him to stand against Voldemort, he gave himself as his mother gave himself. Yeah. To protect the ones that he loved. Okay. It, it, that's how I see it. I've, I've never actually thought about it that way, and I guess like I've never put a whole lot of thought into. I mean, I I see how Dumbledore is manipulative, but like I don't think. 
that if Dumbledore had come out and been like, hey, Harry, this is the deal. Right. Like, it, I don't know if it necessarily would have... I mean, you can't tell an 11-year-old child. Like, you can't even really tell a 15-year-old child. Yeah. Guess so, what? Here's the deal. You're going to have to die. Yeah. This is, this is the only way to do it. Right. Even though, in those steps to die, if you do it without putting up a fight, the person you're that's going to kill you technically is not going to kill you. He's going to kill a part of himself that's in you. But so let me go back and explain this to you because you're a child. You're not going to well, get it. So to lay all that out to him, mm-hmm. you one, you confuse the kid. Two, yeah. he's going to be like, screw you. I'm not doing this. Right. Because he's a child. He's going yeah. to put himself first. But as he went through each year and he learned and Dumbledore manipulated him into a situation to where he learned, oh, love does really win. I guess that's kind of where, to me, do we, are we, like, yes, Snape, to an extent, was right. Like, yes, he was raising him as a pig for slaughter. But at the same time, like, can we call it manipulation or can we call it teaching, raising him? Because, I mean... Dumbledore was like to me was like the the best parental figure that Harry had. I think with Harry, I think you're right. I think with Harry it was teaching. Yeah. Raising him to be the man that he needed to be. To but with what needed right. to be done. Yeah. But with Voldemort and with Snape and with other people, I think he was manipulating the situation. Oh very yeah. I, I think I think he's a master manipulator. Yeah. That's not always a bad thing. Right. Uh, right. You know, well, I've seen master manipulators in my own life. Just recently, I've had a situation where I've seen a master manipulator and it backfired on everybody. But if you are a true, a man, manipulation doesn't have to be a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Because if you're doing it for the greater good, it, then it works out. And that's what I was going to say. Dumbledore is just as much responsible for saving the wizarding world and the world in general as Harry is. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Because Harry wouldn't have known what to do. If, if, no. I mean, if Dumbledore wasn't there and he was like, well, good luck to you, buddy. We see the choices Harry makes. I right. mean, the wizarding world was doomed without Dumbledore. And I don't know, I don't know if people catch this, but I caught it. At the end of book four, when Harry is telling his story to Dumbledore. And he says, he took my blood. Mm-hmm. And du- he says, and Dumbledore made a bit of a smile. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever And then kind of brushed it off. It was like, to me, Dumbledore was like, I, you, I got you. Right. Because what you've done, you think, Voldemort thinks, excuse me, Voldemort, Voldemort thinks, I've got Harry's blood in me, now I can fight him, and I can defeat him. Ha ha ha. Oh, because once he took Harry's blood, he got Lily's... Exactly. Yeah. Right? Okay. And Dumbledore is going, no, you fell for a trick. Yeah. Because you've taken this magical blood with this spell on it into you, and it's going to eat you from the inside. Right. Because you don't know how to love... Well, because it's Buddy. after that that we see the majority of the connection build. Correct. Yeah. So, I wonder. 
I so I think in that moment when Harry looks up and Dumbledore's got a bit of, not a smirk but but a bit of a smile and then he kind of brushes it off. Mm-hmm. It's Dumbledore going, "Yes." Now you. he's stuck. Yeah. Now he's got this blood inside of him and this is going to be easier for Harry to confront him. Yeah. Because in the end, which absolutely drives me insane, that they do not have this speech in the movies. The speech between Harry and Tom Riddle before they kill each other. Or before they, you know, Harry actually, technically Voldemort kills himself. So at the end, when they're in the circle and they're getting ready to have the, the, the showdown and Harry's talking to him and he goes... I died for these people. Right. You killed me, but I died out of love for them. Therefore, they're protected, and your spells can't hold. Yeah. And a, yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he had Lily's or he had Harry's blood in him as well. Okay. That's why he couldn't kill Harry. He killed the Horcrux, killed the Horcrux. instead. Right. Because Harry stood and said, "I'm, I'm protecting these people." Yeah. I, and I, that's just my take on it, but right. I think that's I think that when he gives him that little smile, when Dumbledore gives him that little smile at the end of book four, that's what that means. So let me ask you this: Dumbledore's death. Do you think that Dumbledore knew that Lily's magic, her love, was so strong inside of Harry that Voldemort couldn't have killed Harry? without killing the Horcrux first. So, like, what I'm meaning by that is, like, Dumbledore knew that in order for Harry to die, Voldemort or Voldemort would have had to have killed the Horcrux first. Does that make sense? I don't think Voldemort knew, Voldemort knew he had... Cre- right, because cre- Dumbledore so, says, you're the, Her- the Horcrux, Horcrux he never, he never intended to, to make. Yeah. So I don't think he knew there was a Horcrux within Harry. So when he was trying to kill Harry... He didn't know what... He just was trying to kill Harry, but it killed him. Right. Well, what I'm saying is, like, is, like, did... So, Dumbledore figured out that he, he, there was a Horcrux, Horcrux inside Horcrux. of Harry. Okay. Does, did Dum, do you think Dumbledore knew that the Horcrux had to die first? Oh, before, before, oh, before Harry. he could kill Harry. And so, therefore... therefore Probably. Kind of Dumbledore always knew in the back of his mind, maybe Harry wouldn't die. Probably, because he said... He says to Harry, he says... You wonderful, great man. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. And I think so. I think he knew. Okay. I, I don't think he knew until until, until later into the book. Like until later. Until, but I think he was. I don't because I don't think he. Well, he didn't know about the Horcruxes That's right. until two. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he knew Harry was a Horcrux until five. Okay. Yeah. Because that's when the connection, connection. was stronger. Yep. When. Voldemort comes back so I don't think Dumbledore and then I think he kind of figured I think he was like mm, I think he might be I think he might be yeah. carrying part of Voldemort that's why there's a connection da 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 yeah. and I think he figured it out in five mm-hmm. so I think once five happened once with with four and he knew that he had Harry's blood I think by that time he probably was like okay Harry will never die right because he'll have to cure that kill that Horcrux first so yeah I think yeah but so, I think he didn't figure it out. It was until later. Yeah. And I think, because uh, I had never thought about that until you were explaining, you know, 
everything you said. I, I think it sort of changes my perspective on Dumbledore because I was always kind of like, well, maybe I'm on the fence about Dumbledore. Like, I don't hate him, but I, I don't love him. But now I'm kind of like, but if he knew, like, and if he if he truly knew that, like, the Horcrux had to die before Harry died, I think that changes my whole perspective on him and it makes me love Dumbledore. I do think, yeah, I do think that he, he probably had... Um, Concerns mm-hmm. that Harry may not make it, right? But and I and I think he loved Harry, but he knew that he that he had to be sacrificed. Well, so and I think I my thing but is that he like, was gonna come through it. Right. Well, and then that's what I was gonna say. Like I think once Dumbledore figured out that maybe the Horcrux had to die first, that Dumbledore knew that Harry was more powerful than Voldemort, so Harry was gonna win, right? I think is kind I mean, of... He, won, he literally won... He beat Voldemort with Expelliarmus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he didn't try to kill him. He just was going to disarm, yeah. disarm him. And in doing that, Voldemort's curse bounded back on himself. Yeah. And ki- he killed, literally killed himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what irritates me about this stupid movie. That he, like, flitters off the, into little... Well, to me... To me the the conversation between Harry and Voldemort was more entertaining than oh let's just the battle battle. yeah stupid and then Harry's like let's end this the way we started it together what yeah come on yeah you could have had them literally walking around with this dialogue Mm -hmm. and the facial expressions would have been enough for me and would have totally been enough. Well, it's like when, when Sirius goes through the veil and Remus is holding back Harry and he's just screaming, like, like all you... I mean, they sort of did something like that in the movie where, like, they didn't really talk. But, like, like you said, like, them just moving back and forth and, like, right. having the battle, like, the way it played out in the book would have been a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was... But, uh, I just, yeah. The movies irritate me a lot. Yeah. I, I appreciate them for what they are, but, like, when I compare them to the book, I hate them. Right. So. I mean, you, you've got it up on screen... The kids did an absolutely awesome job, and so did everybody else. And it's immortalized. But it could have been better. Yeah. Oh, Are yeah. you going to do two movies out of one book? Yeah. Listen, you've got time to better. do it right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Another thing with the Dumbledore's death theory, he had all three of the, the hollows but at not one a, point. I don't know if he had the resurrection stone at the same time, but at one point he did have all three of the hollows. Not at the same time. Because once he got the resurrection stone, he didn't have the cloak. It was right. given it, it, to give Harry. it to Harry. Right. But, well, I'm saying at one point he had all, right. all of them. He had two of two. them together. Yes. The wand and the cloak. Mm-hmm. And, and then the he gave the cloak the away, and then he had the wand and the stone. Yeah. Because yeah. the stone, I guess... Was the, the ring. Was the ring, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. the gonk's ring. I thought so. Gonk's yeah. ring. Yeah, yeah, that they had put the... G- yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had, uh, yeah, scratched yeah. it into the crazy. Yeah. The gaunts. So, yeah. Yeah, those people. Let's talk about that at another point. <laughs> oh, God, they irritate me. It's, uh, Maropi. Yeah. They irritate Maropi. me. Yeah. Even she irritates me. Yeah. I mean, she was a pow- apparently a powerful witch, but refused to use her magic. because she, she was, was scared used. of her mother. I mean her, her father. I mean her father. I apologize. Yeah. She was scared, and I get that. To- I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But once you 
get once you get broken free, you could have you could have used your magic to raise your son. Yeah. But she but gave think, up. Well, and I think maybe we can sort of relate her to Snape as well. Like, I think maybe she was so in love with Tom Riddle Sr. Not Tom Riddle Sr. <laughs> Tom What's... Riddle. Was it Tom? He was a junior, right? Was it Tom was Riddle he a junior? junior? So he was a junior. And then Voldemort is Tom Marvolo Riddle. Okay. He's not a junior. He's right. named after his, his father, father and his grandfather. So his father is Marvolo. Is that what you're saying? Tom. Filthy Mug- no, 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 Voldemort's father is a junior. Okay, hold right? on. I'm Googling this. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll admit it. I don't Marvolo know. is Marope's father. Yeah. So she named Voldemort yeah. after. Tom Sr. I wasn't being crazy. Tom Riddle Sr. Yes, but Tom Voldemort can't be a junior because his middle name is Marvolo. He could have been Tom Marvolo Riddle Sr. Oh, I'm just so confused. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll just call him He's Senior. Moldy Voldy anyway. <laughs> Riddle Sr. There you go. Yeah, I senior. forgot where I was going with yeah. this. Oh, so maybe we can connect Marope to Snape in the fact that she was so in love with Riddle Senior, that she didn't want to keep living if she couldn't have him. I. <sighs> I get I. I get that I do get that, mm-hmm. but. I don't have any children. Mm-hmm. And this is where this is coming from. I don't have any children. However, I have two nieces. Mm-hmm. And I would give my life. Yeah. The, the the I I didn't birth them. Mm-hmm. I didn't make them. Right. But I love these children so much. And you, I mean, you'll you'll have the same feeling. Already, and you already yeah. have already this feeling. But once you yeah. hear and you have her in your arms, mm-hmm. it it'll be ten times. Yeah. A thousand times, exploded. I stopped of the drinking love that you, for nine months. Of you know, course, I, mean, I have you know? this feeling. So. For a mother. And I know there are mothers out there that don't feel this yeah. way for their children. I get it. I understand that. But if you have love for another human being that mm-hmm. for like that, then you should have that love for your child. Yeah. Because, well, and, I mean, the fact is, like, that child is part of the person you love. Exactly. And so, like, if anything happened to Randall, like, obviously you have to keep going for the child because it's exactly. part of him. Exactly. So. So, me not even being a mother and mm-hmm. having this love for these two girls that I literally would run in front of if someone held a gun to their head I would be like no do it to me yeah I would jump in front of a bus for them right whatever I had to do I would give my life for these kids she gave her life for her for someone that didn't love her instead of instead of going okay he doesn't love me but I have his kid right I'll live for him I don't get it that's just me personally Right. I know there are people out there who are going to disagree with me. I totally understand that. I just don't get that you have a love for somebody and you can't transfer that love to your own child. Yeah. Well, That's what I have a hard time with. And it's like I tell him, Randall, all the time like about this baby. Like, she's the best part of me and she's the best part of you. Exactly. And so I'm like, I, I couldn't ever imagine, like, 
not doing something like that. Exactly. But then with Merope, like, it kind of has to come back to she was abused. She doesn't really know what love is because... True. You know, in that order is to true. get Riddle Sr., she had to use a love potion. Like, she, she kidnapped him. So, I mean... She didn't know love, so how could she... Then why not go back and kidnap him again? Because she was crazy. <laughs> she crazy up in here now. All right, well. I mean, I just... I, it just... I, I just... That part of it, I don't get. Right. Unless but, she couldn't love him because he was born under a love spell. He was conceived under a love spell. Maybe she couldn't love him. I don't know. We don't know that much about it. And a lot of people say the reason that Voldemort could not love is because he was born because love of the love spell. Right. That's why he didn't know how to love. And that was kind of the point I was going to make. Like, If you think about it, the only person that Voldemort knew how to love was himself. Right. And so... And he really didn't love himself. Right. Well, I mean, he thought highly enough of himself that he wanted to take over the world. But... It, it, True. You know, it's, and I guess it is different than love. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was an interesting... That was... Yeah. I was, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Don't send us any mean emails because I'm not going to read them. Do we have email? We have email. Okay. Hold on, I gotta Google. I gotta, I gotta Google it. It's a Gmail, so I guess I'm not entirely <laughs> off saying that. But, um, get into the Facebook group. Tell us your thoughts on this. We'll yeah, exactly. Go into the Facebook group and say we're stupid. No, don't do that. Don't t- please no, don't, don't tell don't, us don't, we're stupid. I'm sorry. Don't. T- I, I take that back. Don't say that. But please, go, please give your thoughts on the on what you think. I mean, do you yeah. think that we're if Dumbledore is death or if that's just are we cockamamie Mar- story? Are we Maropi crazy or are we Dumbledore genius? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, be kind because when this podcast comes out, I will have just had a baby and I'm already an emotional mess. Yes, please don't be mean. <laughs> and if you are mean, as Tiffany says from Swish and Flick, I will take you out. You gotta go. Not having it. <laughs> um, so if you do, want I hope they listen to us because if they don't, I'm gonna feel stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. I hope we get them listeners at least. <laughs> Anyway, um, if you do want to email us, our, our email is ridiculouspod at gmail.com. Um, as far as Dumbledore's death theory, um, it, it's so clear how they all line up. Antioch Peveril, who's the eldest brother with the wand, wanted to be all-powerful, wanted to avoid death. Voldemort wanted to be all-powerful, wanted to avoid death. Snape with the Resurrection Stone. Snape was so in love with Lily, he would have done almost anything to bring her back. Which I, I think that if he had gotten his hands on the Resurrection Stone, he probably he would have tried, have tried to do that. Yeah. Um, which was Cadmus Paveril. He brought back his dead fiance and ended up... And they don't ever um, say what her name is, right? No, I don't no, think so. Okay. No. Um, and then Ignotus Peveril, which I always love this connection just because Harry is a direct descendant of Ignotus Peveril. Right. Um, he just wanted to live his life. Um, he wasn't stupid about it. Um, and he greeted death like an old friend when it was time. Yeah. Um, so then, um, sorry, I'm trying to read what this note says. Oh, um, so just like with Antioch and Cadmus, um, Dumbledore played a role in both Snape and Voldemort's deaths. So Dumbledore's death, and we compare Voldemort and Antioch 
Snape and Cadmus. Yeah. Dumbledore had a hand in that, just like yeah. Death did. Um. Again, like I, like I, the point I mentioned, Dumbledore had um, all three Hollows that not at the same time, but he did have possession of them. Dumbledore gave Harry the invisibility cloak, just as Death gave uh, Ignotus the invisibility cloak. Um, JK, this is awesome. I love this. JK hasn't confirmed the theory, but did say that it's her favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Which is funny because when I was looking this up, I found three different sites that said she hasn't, which you have here, Mm -hmm. she's, she hasn't confirmed or denied the theory. Yeah. But she also hasn't said anything about the theory. Right. And I thought, that's kind of weird, because I heard she said it was her favorite. Then later, because this was, you know, with this internet, you have to be so careful when you're looking yeah. for what the dates are. So then later, I found a couple more where said that it, she did say that it was her favorite yeah. on Twitter. But I don't think, I think something like this, where we're able to pull so many similarities between Voldemort, Snape, Harry... Antioch, Cadmus, Ignotus. I don't think it was a coincidence. I really don't think. No, I don't either. Everything that she does, it all ties in. Yeah. She, I mean, she's a, she's purely genius. I read an article, some guy, I don't remember who it was, said that um, he read the Harry Potter and he said it was mini, 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 how do you say that word? Medieval? Mediocre. Oh, writing. I. Can we find this dude and be like, "What's wrong with you?" Horrible human he is. I'm sorry, my brother just texted me, and we were talking about Endgame earlier today. He just texted me, "Oh my God, Endgame, speechless." You haven't watched it yet, have you? I did watch it. Oh, you did watch it, and I cried. I know, I did too. If y'all haven't watched Endgame, I'm not gonna spoil it for you because it's kind of sad. But it's Harry Potter. Awesome. Oh my. God, it was so awesome. <laughs> so I talked to him today, and he was like, I'm getting ready to watch Endgame. And I'm like, just to let you know, I did cry. And so he yeah. just texted me. Did you hear me? What? I love Harry Potter 3000. Harry Potter? What? I love you 3000. Oh, yeah. I love Harry oh, Potter 3000. Oh, yeah, 3000. I was like, what? You doing what now? <laughs> um, what were you talking about? I'm sorry. I don't know. You got me on oh, Marvel crap. <laughs> Oh my god. J.K. Rowling mediocre, the dude who was being. Oh yeah, so yeah. he so he had said that the writing was mediocre and I was like, Are you on drugs? Yeah. It's a children's book, and I totally right. get that. It is a it is written for 10, 11, yeah. 12 year olds, and then it as you get older, she increases the writing. Or not increases the writing, but increases the age limit. Yeah. And I, you, cause you have to look at it like that. One, two, it all comes together. Now she might not confirm or deny this theory, but I'm gonna tell you what, it sure do, it sure does fit. Yeah. Well, and, and she might be sitting up in her castle mm-hmm. with her little glass of wine or whatever she drink, going, it is so true. Mm-hmm. Or she might be like. It worked out that way. But I wasn't intending it to work out that way. I... But I think she was intending it to work out that way, personally. I... There is not a bone in my body that believes that that woman did this by coincidence. No. Not a... No. No. There's no way. It just lines up too perfectly. Too perfect. And why is the last book called The Deathly Hallows? Yeah. 
to me because because the rest of the books deal with the titles deal with what's happening okay, mm-hmm. okay. well the deathly hallows are part of the story yeah it's not about the deathly hallows it's about him ending the war and stopping voldemort right so then i have to do with the deathly hallows and you know but like i think like the, this like is like the third book should have been called the master of death or something like maybe. that instead of the deathly hallows it's called the deathly hallows for a reason because oh i think maybe it all comes together well but like you gotta think like she knew way back when snape was in love with lily right so she'd been formulating this for years exactly 19 what 97 this came out i think i have no it's like 94 what Mm-mm. girl ended. i got married in 95 and it came out before then what year was the final battle first book was released the year of the final battle in 97 i'm pretty sure We'll see, I got married in 95. Why am I looking it up? I have the book right in front of me. I got married in 95. We went on that cruise. And Text not... copyright 1997. Oh, you're right then. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That had been right. We got married and then they gave me the books, but we didn't go on that cruise until 99. Mm-hmm. And they had... Okay, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. Because I... Well, I didn't pick the book up in 97, obviously. I picked it up when No, I was... we went on that cruise in 2001. Okay. That was probably about the same year I picked it up. Well, hold on. Yeah. Because the by then, like all four books were out. Yeah. By 2001, when we went mm-hmm. on that cruise. Well, because I picked the books up when I was in third grade. And I was in third grade in 2001. And I was told that the books were too old oh for me. Oh, God. So. That's how old I am, people. <laughs> She's not old. You're only as young as I was 31. I was 31 in 2001. <laughs> Okay, so, all right, so we want, so are we, are we wrapping that up? Is that? We can, yeah. Okay. Was, you don't have anything else? Oh, I didn't, I don't think I messed anything up last week, so <laughs> I think we're good. Um, so, um, our timeline this week, we're up to the 11th century, because I guess we just had big old gaps in the wizarding world, but it's okay. Um... So, Helena Ravenclaw steals the diadem of Ravenclaw. Helena, the daughter of Hogwarts founder Rowena Ravenclaw, stole her mother's diadem and ran off to Albania. Her mother became deathly ill soon after and sent Helena's estranged fiancé, a baron, to find her and bring her back. Who became bloody. Don't. You ruined it, Robin. You ruined all the fun. I was going to be like, who's the baron? I wonder who this baron is. But now you know. With silvery, silvery blood. Silvery blood. Sil- isn't it glitterly? Glitter? Glitterly. Isn't it glitter? Doesn't it glow? I think or it like, yeah, I think it like shines and shimmers. Well, don't tell them what happens. We'll get there. We told this is not spoiler free now. Yeah, but you ruined my spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> All right, you got anything else? No. All right. So be sure to join us on Facebook at Ridiculous Podcast. Not at, because it's not Facebook, and it doesn't work like Instagram and Twitter. Just find us at Ridiculous Podcast. Okay, I'm going to stop. Shut up, Samantha. Um, follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Ridiculous Podcast. You can follow me at Instagram at SamanthaGoddard03. You can follow me on Instagram at RKBricky. And uh, be sure to rate us and review us on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. 
and join us next week. We're going to discuss something. We haven't gotten that far yet, but by God, we will. Yes, we do. We're, sorry. Well, you don't have it on there. I, so, <laughs> I'm not going to hit you with the book. I thought she was going to hit me with the book. <laughs> so the day I was typing these documents, they sent me to the hospital because I had high blood pressure. And I was sort of falling asleep and forgot to finish this one. But next week, we're discussing the Hogwarts founders. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew that, actually. Yeah. I did know that. I'm not I didn't know that. My bad, y'all. Sorry. Okay, so we're going to discuss um, the Hogwarts founders next week. Mm-hmm. Be sure to check out Swish and Flick um, podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>